0: Peter Peters is our next guest on the line. He's about to uh, join us and talk rugby league. He's there now. Morning, Zorba.
1: Morning, Luke. Morning, Josh.
0: Morning, mate. Great to speak to you, mate. Um, keen to he- hear your thoughts on Tommy Turbo. Um, hoping to see him back on the paddock for Manly in 2023. Big season for him and the club.
1: Yeah, it sure, certainly is. Um, at 26 years of age, Tommy Travojevic's career, I think, is at the crossroads. The Manly stars played just. 41 games in the last four seasons. He's been plagued mostly by hamstring tears. Now, Turbo's arrived in Philadelphia. He'll start treatment under injury rehab expert Bill Knowles tomorrow. Um, Let's look at Turbo's constant injury issues from a manly club point of view. I'll be interested in Josh's uh, comments on this. They have a a $1.3 million investment a season. Now, more times than not, Tommy's been unavailable to play in recent years. Four games last season. With Daily Cherry Evans on plus one million and his brother Jake close to it, Manly's got a quarter of their salary cap tied up in just three players. It's fine when all three play, not so in recent times. And I applaud Manly for trying to work through Turbo's injury issues, but the Philly experiment needs to be a success or Manly may have to make a decision not too far down the road. And it'll be a big decision. The new coach, Anthony Seabold, has to look at a plan B and C for his start number one. And maybe a positional change to centre or wing would help. Fullbacks are required to run more than any other position, forced to leap more, sprint more from a standing start. He starred for New South Wales as a centre. Certainly for game one in 2023... If he's right, and all indications are that he will be, it's against the Bulldogs at four point four Pines Stadium at Brookvale. Now, the towering bombs from Matt Burton are exactly what he doesn't need to be under first up. I'd be playing K.O. Weeks or Reuben Garrick at the fullback spot. Turbo doesn't need the first up test that Burton would bring. Now, Weeks in the final game... Of 2022, in pouring rain, against the Bulldogs field at every high kick except one from Matt Burton, and it was a great exhibition of fullback play. I'd play the kid and put Tommy in the centres. What do you think, Josh?
2: Oh, to be to be honest with you, mate. To no, be honest with you, mate. Now, I I'll ask you a question. Okay, you were saying, um, you know, that Manly have got three. Uh, pretty much they're cap tied up in three three of their best players, right? Yeah. Like, so, uh, Redcliffe Dolphins throw massive money at Turbo. Are you willing to let him go because of these hemi issues?
1: If it continues, I think it's, it's, a, it's a business decision. Um, he may have to take an early retirement if it keeps going. I mean, he's played 114 games and he made his debut back in 2015. Um, it's just not enough. It's not enough games. He's a superstar, but it's like having, as I said before, a, Lamborg- a Lamborghini full of petrol yeah. in the garage, but you can't drive it because mechanically not sound.
0: Zorby's going to see this Bill Knowles, who's based in Philadelphia. Now, he, yep. he put Latrell Mitchell back on track. He had that bad hamstring tear. He got Latrell right. Latrell was able to play at a high level immediately after that. This could be big. For Tom I mean oh, uh, this guy knows what you he's mean, doing he could get him right
1: he could. well let's hope so I mean Ryan Pappenhausen's there at the moment he's reportedly making good progress from a fractured kneecap different injury for sure but this guy is supposed to be the guru in America there are NFL players there there are hockey players there all going to Philadelphia to see him to try and get back on the field or the ice rink or whatever in their respective sport. It's a huge make or break for Turbo's career in the NRL. He's 26. He's got so many good years in front of him if he's fit.
0: I read an article here. Um, This is the title. Adam Pengilly wrote this uh, along with Angus Dalton. Trebojevic can play for another 10 years despite injuries says manly owner so they're confident uh, that if he comes right he, he's still got plenty in the tank um, he's had a bit of bad luck too i know he he some of it might have been self-inflicted but the shoulder injury as well i mean there's that wasn't his fault that was just one of those things that happened absolutely
1: and it's a tough game yeah. it's a it's it's the toughest body contact sport i think uh, just about in the world other than you know the, the ufc and things like that but um, as a as a football code, it's by far the toughest, and and I think, you know, he's really got to look at himself. He's he's just had too many hamstrings. It's chronic. It's got to get right. Mm.
2: Uh, for me, mate, because I, I, I've had, I had plenty of hamstring injuries. I didn't go all the way to America, but I went down to to Melbourne to do some some similar type of training. And personally, when I got back from Melbourne and they gave me, you know, little uh, exercises to do every every day. Uh, I I didn't tear my hemi in about five five years, and that so I I tore it when I went over to Hull. But from when I went to, to Melbourne, I didn't do it in about five years, and that was probably because the different of the different types type of fields you play on over in England they were a bit you know a bit bit wet, and then I went to to dry the, the dry ones. I reckon that that was the reason. So for me, when I went and done that. that that sort of training, it helped me. So uh, I, I would have to think that going to America would be a step above what even i done. So I think Turbo is in great hands and, mate, fingers crossed he can, he can come back. Because for me, I want him in my team. I do. Like, look, when he plays, he's, he's unbelievable.
1: There mm. he is. But, Josh, with all due respects, he's been to Melbourne. He's tried all that. It hasn't worked with him. He's come back and he's looked good for a while and then it's happened again. And with all due respects, he runs at a different speed to you in a game. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I was quick back. At, hey, I actually, I actually, I asked him to race down the um, down the stain. What is it? The, the of course? <laughs> eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he said no because he's already tried it before. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, let's not go down that path. Uh, Zorb, what about uh, Adam O'Brien? Um, Newcastle. They they need to lift uh, as a group. They they need to galvanise together and and turn their form around because it's been a it's been a pretty grim last couple of years.
1: Yeah, it was jumpy up in Newcastle last uh, uh, after our show last Sunday. Um, suddenly, um, our discussion on, uh, on Adam O'Brien was back-page news in the Newcastle Herald, so um, he's obviously walking on eggshells. Is the easy start draw a poisonous one for the under-pressure Newcastle coach, Adam O'Brien? The Knights, on paper have what it seems an easy-peasy kick-off to the 2023 season. Let's go through it. Is it an easy draw? Game one versus the New Zealand Warriors in Windy, Wellington. Now, the Windy City won't be welcoming for Newcastle. It's virtually a return home. I know they played a game in, um, in Auckland at the end of last season, but this is virtually a return home for the season uh, after a covid forced Force Warriors were all over the east coast of Australia over the recent couple of years. That will be a tough game. Game two versus the West Tigers at a throbbing Leichardt Oval on Sunday, Arvo, particularly if the Tigers win their first game. That is not a game to look forward to. Game three, they're at home against the ex-Newcastle coach Wayne Bennett and his new-look Dolphins. Surely a win uh, would be coming their way, Newcastle, but you never know. He was three from three to start, breathing space of the coach for sure, but one or none from three, you'll hear the sharpening of the Butchers' knives for O'Brien right up the M1 to Newcastle.
0: Mm, I wish them well. I want to see Newcastle do well. I mean, I'm, I support the Broncos, but uh, we spoke about it last week. I love the town. I love the, the passion of the people in the area, mm. and, and I'd like to see them uh, turn their fortune around, Joshy. One thing for me, massive for them this
2: year, um, pushing Kong, uh, Ponga into 5-8. Yeah. I think He's hands on the ball more in, in different types of areas, and um, it's been quoted that he's been doing a lot of work with Joey Johns. He'll be unreal. He, for me, he can he can do a lot of things quite as easily that some guys can't, and that's to skip to defenders very easily. So I think for Newcastle to fire, he needs to fire in that front line.
1: Well, I have a good halfback in Jackson Hastings, so I can't believe West of West Tigers have let him go. Um, I think he'll be a huge success in Newcastle Ponga, question mark for me Different positions um, five eight and fullback Massively different But as you say, Josh He's a, he's a wonderful player with great skill um, It could be a master stroke It could be a disaster um, Whatever the pressure is right on the coach Zorb, let's, let, let's change the
2: sport. What's, have you been watching the Big Bash lately, mate? Did you see the big roof debacle?
1: <laughs> yes, I did. And I, um, I, I concur um, with um, the thoughts that that is ridiculous to give them a six for a shot that goes straight up in the air and hits the roof. Um, those 12 runs last night um, could have been vital in the game won by the Renegades. Um, and against the Stars. Um, I've, the ratings are up 20% on last year, and Steve Crawley, the ex-Channel 9 um, sports boss, is a genius now in charge of Fox Sports, and you can see what he's doing. Um, he's brought David Warner in now, and he's an instant success. He's going to be behind the microphone when his career's up. And he's already tied him up. The current success of the big Bash, though, it, it could be highlighting... It's the biggest problem. I, I, sixes are flying everywhere in the Big Bash at the moment, in the women's and the men's game. And the crowds at the ground and on television are loving it. But it's only a matter of time. And I'm, I'm serious about this. I think someone's going to be seriously injured or even worse at the smaller grounds. They can't contain the big hitters. And, and the flying white ball to the first deck of a grandstand is a vicious missile. Not everyone has his or her eye on the action at all times, and young ones are most in danger. And certainly the cardboard buckets handed out by the major sponsor for kids are completely useless. Maybe they should be replaced by kids' helmets. Bigger bigger instead or instead of smaller grounds and boundaries could also help. I love the big bass, but the safety of fans is paramount. And I'd like to see at least looked at. Some of the grounds are just too small for the big hitters and North Sydney Oval, while it looks fantastic, it's a danger zone. I would be taking my grandkids there to watch a big bath game or else if I did, I'd have helmets on them.
0: Back to NRL's orb. Um, no new rules for the upcoming season, which personally I, I like.
1: Yeah, I personally like too. Um, I, I like particularly the fact that the bunker is, is only going to intervene sparingly compared to what it has been. The bunker may only intervene for acts of foul play which it deems to be reportable. Now the change will ensure fewer needless stoppages in the game. We don't need more stoppages. Minor alterations on the drowning of the ball, offside at scrums is now a full penalty rather than a set restart. But I'm really happy about the intervention of the bunker being reduced drastically. I'm sure as a player you would too, Josh. Yeah, definitely. I
2: um, I like... I like a fast game and everyone does too I think and you know the only thing the only thing there is everyone's got to obviously realise that the refs are going to make some calls and they, they can't go up there as much so we just got to you know and that's probably for me and myself too if I'm ever out there got to cut on cut a bit of slack the, the old referees but um, yeah I'm with you I, the bunker just takes away the I think it sucks the life out of the game. To be honest, at that time, you know, obviously, you want, you want to get the calls right, and I get that. But at the same time, fast-flowing game, more tries, more action—that's what everyone wants. I'm
1: with you. A full penalty will be awarded rather than a set restart for offside from scrum infringement by the defensive team anywhere on the field. I think that's also a good move. A good move. The non-infringing team will retain the option of repacking the scrum or taking the awarded penalty. Um, I think that's great. You can't lock the ball in the scrum to trap defenders in an offside position, also be penalised. I, I, I applaud the um, the NRL for that. They've done they've done really well, I think. Can't wait for the start, which is not far away. And and as I said last week, um, make sure you, uh, if you can't get to a trial, you'll be able to see it on uh, KO, KO or Fox. So that'll be terrific. And the Australian Open starts tomorrow. Not a lot of hope for Aussies across the board, um, Probably um, probably Kokonakis uh, and, of course, uh, Kurios. Let's wish them well um, and for a great Australian Open.
0: Zorba, thanks for your time. There was one new rule, though, that they brought in. If you're sitting behind the goalposts um, at an NRL game, you've got to wear a helmet. Uh, we don't want you getting, getting hit by the ball. <laughs> 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 See you, mate.
1: See you, boys.